Welcome back to the Great Mates Podcast. If you have just started listening to us, we are a bunch of young Australians, usually talking about life and other stuff, um, sometimes streaming content that happens to be on Netflix or pop culture stuff, and uh, sometimes we answer questions that you guys send us using the hashtag Great Mates Podcast. I'm Josh, and with me tonight, uh, it's Nick. Yay, it's me. It's another STEM Boys episode. Another STEM Boys. <laughs> well, it was only, the last one was only two episodes ago. Yes. <laughs> well, to be fair, we, we, you know, um, Favorite Boy was going to be on this episode, but apparently he's disappeared somewhere. Dead to the world. Not dead to me. Um. No. <laughs> also, it's, it's crunch time for a for, lot of yes. students. A lot of the a lot of the other great mates are either teching um, for projects or are preparing for exams or are just supposed to be asleep because they have work in the morning. Um, <laughs> we are the only two really that are um, relatively free to do this week um, this week's episode. So prepare for a whole bunch of things. Um, we're not going to do a full-on spoiler cast for Doctor Who, although we will be mentioning it um, this week. Um, I guess I guess we'll... S- hmm. Do we do that or do we do what I did last week first? That's, that's kind of what you did last week first. Okay. So, um, last week... Um, I flew down to Sydney for the day. Um, for all of a couple hours. For all of six well, hours. Well, more than a couple hours. Was it only six? Um, in, in Sydney proper, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> well, look, had, had my flight going down not been delayed, uh, it yes. probably been seven hours. Um, but yeah, I was in Sydney for like a hot minute. Um, and, uh, just, you know, family stuff and I was able to tag along. So I just went down, um, met a few friends, walked a fucking like, oh, I don't know. Maybe, couple, uh, couple yeah, K. couple K, couple K, um, but also got to actually meet Anastasia in person. So we have a, we had a very quick, uh, another great mates meet up, um, which was fun. Uh, got to look around NIDA, um, which is the National Institute for Dramatic Arts, uh, where Anastasia is studying. And yeah, it was all very interesting just to see like what goes on and who she's you know, the, the people that she's working with. Yeah, it's pretty cool, actually. Um, yeah, that was, that was all I did in Sydney was walk around, catch up with friends and then fly back up. Uh, it, it would have been good if you, if you were able to make it. Yeah, I had two <sighs> separate meetings I had to go to. Oh my god. And, Oh, was that a pain? Oh, it sucks. 
Anyway, we yeah, there's next time. There, there Ho- is almost hopefully, guaranteed a next time. Hopefully, well, well, one of those meetings completely fought on its ass, and nothing <sighs> came of it, which is unfortunate. Yeah. That's also what happens when you decide to visit family and plans mm. can't go mm-hmm. forward. But another one <laughs> may mean that plans get brought forward, which is Ooh. good. Ooh. I need okay. to properly consult those of worldly intellect, a.k.a. usually my mother, and kind of discuss what's best for me at, at this time. Hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully, Hopefully it means... Well, it means I will be returning to school by February, most probably, if not uh-huh. within the next month or so. Oh, okay. So it's... Pretty much the question is, do I jump in straight away and start, you know, either either like this month or early next month, or do Mm -hmm. I wait until the until the new year and kind of start a new? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, cool, cool and exciting stuff. Yeah, but we we it were. It was disappointing to not meet up with. I know, mate. <laughs> you you would have been able to do two beds with one stone on that day as well. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, I mean, see Anastasia for a real hot minute. Yep. <laughs> and then you were seeing other people. I don't know. Ah oh, well. Oh, shit'll happen. I hopefully I can sort something out with Benaya next month. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's gonna be. Uh, we know, you know, the track record with you and Benea trying to meet up has not been terribly successful. No, uh, I mean, <laughs> in the last year, I've been to Victoria. I want to say like four times. I was gonna say six, the including last once year. for an entire month. Uh, well, it was three weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that one. I know yeah, that it was three others. weeks. But before that, I think it was... I went December last year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I th- then Easter this year, May this year, June this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, July four. this year. Five. Yeah, so five. And then okay. again next month. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> so five but, so five out of five so far unsuccessful attempts. Yeah, um. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know Benea too well last December. Fair enough. Yeah, that's true. And I and I wasn't a mate at that time, really. Officially, I officially. mean, officially, officially. Uh, well, yeah, we'll, mean, we'll get we'll get talking we, we about friendos. that. We were friendos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll we'll probably explore that. In, in a different episode, um, foreshadowing for, f- for future content. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I guess, well, officially to us, I guess, but not officially to the listeners. And um, I don't, I, I don't even know officially to me, to be honest. Fair enough, though. But fair enough. I think we can get into that during the foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, well, then four out of five unsuccessful. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, like, I'm, I'm happy to say four, including four. the one of those being mm. the freaking three weeks I was there. The one after that, I, like, I'll, I'll give Benera a pass on that because he was working and I was busy. Yeah, fair enough. But, but the three-week one is sort of... Yeah, the three-week really. one. <laughs> and I mean, I was busy. Like, I was busy then as well. I was doing a lot of family stuff. But, but also, still, there's like... I made it to Melbourne two weekends in a row to see other friends. Yeah, and there was, there was you know, window of opportunity. Yeah. So, uh, I honestly... And I mean, I it's different. Like, I don't hold 40 minutes on a train... Like Geelong to Melbourne, forty minutes on a train, three hours Newcastle to Sydney. Slight yeah. difference there. Uh, mm, slight, that's a significant difference. Yeah, but you know, it's like uh, I don't really hold out much hope. I think. I it also is is around Christmas, so mm. so that's well, the thing. Ben like, I'm to... not going to like properly reach out to friends because mm. they'll probably be doing something. Yeah. But of of my Melbourne friends, if anyone's free, I can probably yeah, fair enough find a day to yeah. go visit people. Mm, true, true, true. But yeah, Bin Bin really has to just prove prove himself to actually like show up and actually meet you. I mean, he's fucking going to Adelaide. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is true. Um, he doesn't even know what he's doing in Adelaide. He's booked tickets to Adelaide. <laughs> He's like, what are we doing? Um, oh boy. Um, but yeah. See, I could never do that. What? Like, go to, go, move it, just go interstate on a whim, sort of? I mean, not on a whim, but. Or not have a like, plan? Yeah, not really have a plan. I mean, I go to Victoria a lot without a plan, but kind of but the plan is just sort of have... go see family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. I mean, overall, when I go to Victoria, I stay at my dad's place that is technically my place as well. Like, I have <laughs> a bedroom and I have proper internet and yeah. all that. So, it's really just staying, like, staying at home, really. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I couldn't just be like, yo, book book tickets to this place, find a hotel room, blah, 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 <laughs> off I go. <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, technically, I've never flown... The only... I've flown Melbourne to Sydney slash Newcastle a whole heap, went mm. to Bali once, and mm. then did one flight from Sydney to Coffs Harbour at one time. They're the only places I've ever, like, flown. I've only ever uh, been here for, like... Okay. I mean, I've, I've, I've done many a drive to Gold Coast before as a yeah. kid and that. Yeah. That's also when we were living in the middle of New South Wales, and it was like... Mm. Drive seven hours to Gold Coast, oh. or drive three hours to Newcastle to then get a one-hour flight, and it was like, it's Fair cheaper enough. to just drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. I've I've flown far too many times in my life, um, and that is very evident of how, I guess, how I sort of do things um like like the trip that i did last week was literally like um my family asked me it's like oh do you want to go down to sydney just to accompany um to accompany someone's like yeah sure why not so i mean to be fair i wasn't i didn't pay for the flight so (laughs) 
So it's like, well, if you're paying, I don't mind going. Um, but yeah. I mean, I, I kind of did something similar to that once when my dad was like, I need to go for a job interview in Sydney. Mm. Do you want to come? And I was like, oh yeah, sure, why not? So I drove three hours to Sydney, spent an hour to go to one comic book shop, and then drove th- three hours back home. Oh my god. That was... <sighs> Oh, boy. And that wasn't even, like, when I was searching out specific comic books. This was just, like, yeah. picking up my weekly haul of books. Oh. So, it was like, I could have just stayed in Newcastle and done that. Yeah, but you didn't. But... <laughs> oh, my. Oh, dear. But, yeah. Um, safe to say, I guess, after that, I was fucking exhausted. I can imagine. Um, and I guess because I, I'd been up... From 4 a.m.? Yeah. And then, and then, what time did I get back? Got back at about 7-ish. Okay. So, yeah, I was fucking exhausted. But, you know, it was, it was worth it having been able to catch up with, with Anastasia and a few of my other friends and, um, Getting to see that George Street is still a construction site. Um, yeah, dear. there was apparently some something I saw via another friend's Facebook today that they found mm-hmm. human remains in oh, Western lovely. Sydney. Great. So that's going to push public transport there back a bit further. And oh dear. I mean, they've just started running trials in Newcastle of the new light rail for two months uh-huh. with no passengers. Don't know uh-huh. why they need to run it for two months without passengers. <laughs> oh boy! Like it's it's one sh- well it's one relatively straight stretch for about well, a couple k. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, what? It's it's it's. I still rant about the Newcastle light rail. It's stupid and should have <laughs> never happened. But I oh, won't dear. get to that rant now. Oh, no. See, I also have strong feelings about how Brisbane public transport is being managed, and I I won't get into that either, but safe to say, buses are not the be-all and end-all of public transport. Oh, I mean, Um, even today, I was supposed to go to training, and mm -hmm. then I remember that they changed the timetable, and it now takes me two hours to get... Well, it, yeah, it takes around two hours for me to get where I need to go. Mm-hmm. Yet I can go somewhere, like, so to get from my place to the university to train, it would, it's two hours on public transport. For 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 me to go from my place into Newcastle CBD, going past where I have to get off to go to the uni, it yeah. takes me an hour. What? Just because they just because they fucked the connections, uh, and I have to why. stand around. Ugh, that 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 sucks. Because instead of having a bus that was on average every fifteen minutes, it's now like every five minutes, every twenty minutes, every fifteen minutes, every hour. Uh. and it just like doesn't stick to a proper. Timetable, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. and it's just 
Uh, apparently it's more convenient, but I don't know who it's more convenient for. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah. Uh, privatizing <sighs> public transport. <laughs> it's oh, called boy. public for a reason. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Um. But yeah. So that was by that was the the whole thing that I Fun did last adventure. week. Fun little adventure. Um, might do it again. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? Can't can't say where just yet, and can't say when just yet. But I, I day hope trip I to can. Date <laughs> <day> tr- Jesus. <laughs> I don't. Even, trip. I don't even think that would be possible. I uh, theoretically yes, but like you know. You'd fly in. I mean, stay I think for it'd be what, four like hours. Two hours. Yeah, it'd be like four hours stay for two to four hours, and four hours back. Yeah, so it's like literally you're just gonna stay like four hours. Uh, in in yeah Perth. yeah. I was thinking like not time, a lot zones, of time Would the time zones assist you much? Not really. Not really because because flights. I don't. Uh, let Let's quickly do a flight schedule. Google of that because I'm pretty sure it's five, it's almost six hours each way. Jesus. Oh, God. So, unless you were really willing. So, unless, yeah, unless you fly in. You're going to do like like first flight in, last flight out. Or last flight in, last flight out. So that you actually. Yeah, if if you. That that would be suicide, though. Yeah, that would be painful. <laughs> so yeah, unless unless tourism WA was really gonna like you know hashtag spawn us, um, that is that is something I don't want to attempt. Yeah, <laughs> um, that'd just be too much time spent in the air for not a lot of on the ground time exploring a city that I haven't been to. Um, yeah, so don't know. Ad- Adelaide is also like sort of a maybe, but even then, it's like there's not a lot of flights from here to Adelaide, and timing yeah. is not terribly convenient. So, <sighs> I mean, I, oh, I looked well. into the new Newcastle to Adelaide flight. Uh huh. Just it's it's not worth it. Is it not? It's like triple the price it would cost to fly Sydney to Adelaide. Oh, with, there's, yeah, no, there's with like no a sixth of the flights. Mm. Yeah. Like, wh- why bother? Just go to Sydney and do it. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Oh dear. At least we have four Newcastle to Melbourne flights a day. Oh, oh three to four. Oh. Okay. I don't know why they're always packed. I don't know why people, why they're saying why why they're coming. Huh? I I get like the all the Sydney to Melbourne flights and like like the capital city to capital city flights. Yeah, it's not necessarily like the the random regional city to. Um, I mean uh, Newcastle isn't a random regional city, but I'm also like, it's what is the demand? Yeah. It's true, like, yeah, true. like it's close enough that to to Sydney and that that I'm like, mm. 
why bother with small BS flights that are just going to be expensive and... Yeah, when then you can just um, yeah go down to Sydney and then get a cheaper flight from there. Yeah, true. True. Hmm. I mean, if if they were going to do what they should have done ages ago and turned Newcastle into mini Sydney, that would be different. Yeah. But, but... I mean, the, the, the side story of that is that Newcastle, as a city, relies on pretty much one thing, which is coal, which is slowly... Mm. Well, I mean, it's, it's non-renewable, so it's going bye-bye quite... Well, fast. Quite fast. Uh, I mean, not fast, but... Slowly, uh, fast and en- there is an end fast to it. enough that we will be phasing and out. And Sydney right? is becoming unlivable between wages yeah. and house prices. Mm. So if you were to, I don't know, get some decent internet and put it in Newcastle, you could lure businesses into Newcastle. That that solves your dying city and your unlivable city problem. But instead, they just have shittier and shittier internet. And... <laughs> Everything just slowly perishes. Mm. Oh dear. Anyway, we should probably touch on, I guess, a quick thoughts about yeah, a, a, a the quick, last. Saying we've quick, done the last two. Yeah, seeing as we did the last two, we might as or well just keep two. keep it going. Um, but we'll probably summarize our thoughts very quickly. Yeah, about the last two episodes of Doctor Who that. Are available to us, uh, which are the Rosa Parks episode and um, the Spiders in Sheffield episode. Um, so yeah, Nick, what? I guess yeah, we'll we'll definitely start with the Rosa Parks episode. What did you think about that? I thought it was a very good episode. It uh, solves all the issues I had with the second episode. That being mm-hmm. that. The companions had no character building. Yeah. I felt that this third episode kind of helped fill in... No, no. Yeah, helped build the characters, give them some personality, give them some backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously they chose this story for the reasons of, you know, you've got two characters of colour plus... Yeah one that was married to a woman of colour. Yeah. So, doing that type of thing makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, kind of gave Ryan a feel of, like, proper oh racism. Oh, my. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, I was like, you are kind of a bit naive there, man. You know... But I suppose you, also if you're living in a... But also if you have Brexit going on, like... But but I suppose Brexit isn't for black individuals. It's more for that's not. It's not built around. Brexit is not really built around. Um, like yeah, yeah. Yaz is the one that has Brexit problems, and that's yeah. very evident. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that episode, um, the Rosa. They're just a racist episode. alien. Oh my! It's nice to know that that aliens can be neo Nazis. I mean, you know. It, it it's just it's just a very um very interesting choice to have made. It's like 
and looking back through it, it's like, oh boy, we're really going into the social commentary about this, huh? <laughs> oh dear. And I guess... I guess that's the, that might be the running theme this series. Of the whole what? thing about do- the doctor and the companions have to, do you think that that could be a, could be the overall arc this series about how the doctor and the companions have to sort of ensure that history continues without, without having any detrimental effect? I mean, this is really the only episode that so that far. theme has come into it. Mm. I mean, we're at least, like, we're a third of the way through now with four episodes. Yeah. And so, no, I don't know what this series is going to be. I don't see yeah. any, at the moment, I don't see any obvious big bads, and I don't. Like, they're definitely going to have to have, like, a big end of series finale. So, something's going to have to happen. Mm. Yeah. But in the past, they have been quite... Well, I mean, last series, it was just like, here are some Cybermen, these are the... Not really the big bad of the series, but this is the the, the big bad, more or less. Mm Mm-hmm. So... I'm yeah. not sure. And then I, I also enjoyed the, the classic paradoxical ending of we have to be here because we have to be here. <laughs> yeah, they're now an integral part of the this timeline, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm. no, they're, they're not now. They've always been an integral part oh, of this Oh, yeah, timeline. that's true. Yeah. But. Mm. Yeah. That was a that was an interesting episode to sort of um to watch and I guess to sort of process and and to see the frustration in Ryan and Graham's faces like trying to explain that there is this whole thing about um interracial um families and that sort of thing and how and how in which i mean mind you mm-hmm. slave master relationships were rife even before the oh, 50s oh yes so yes. yeah i don't know the the history history confuses me man <laughs> yeah. i'm like how Just oh dear how yeah we can't totally ignore the past because it gives us stuff to work on. Gives us stuff. neo-Nazis in the National Party. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, boy. But, yeah. Um, and then after that, we get spiders in Sheffield. Uh, I mean, seeing this is STEM boys... Yes. I will say, spiders aren't giant for a very specific reason, which they do touch yes. on by the end of the episode. Yes. Which is that they just get so big that they're 
exoskeletons slash they're not actually having bones just squishes them to death. Yeah, the the pressure is just too much. Yeah. I was like, these spiders would not be this big. Because they specifically say that the spiders just don't stop growing. So it's not like they're automatically big spiders. Yeah. They start as little spiders, then they get into bigger and bigger spiders. Very, very big. So they're going, um, so the spider would squish itself well before it was massive. Yeah, well, well before it turned to be the size of a freaking bus. Um, yeah, it would squish itself like, even like, like at kitten size. Yeah, that's already quite big. And, yeah. although, although they did say that they're, they, um, were tinkering with, the genes, right? Weren't they? Weren't they? Yeah, but um, it's un- unless unless you're suddenly putting carbon fiber into their uh, yeah, shells or titanium. Yeah, yeah. Unless they're made of Kevlar, I don't think that they're gonna really be staying live boys for long. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah. Yeah, that that episode is just like oh, it's a, it's a it's a weird Doctor Who episode. It's it's it is what it is. Um, yeah, but I did, I also I did have a feeling mm-hmm. that this ep- that this episode may have introduced two more queer characters, which takes us to two more queer characters. Well, there's the. There's the, the slight nudging of Yaz perhaps being queer. Oh yes, yes. Which I would love. Yeah. Just and again, just don't even make it a thing. Just be like, yeah, the like the, this thing you think's going on between Ryan and Yaz. Yeah, yeah, that's it ain't happening. really a thing. No, it's not. But yeah, then then I guess if it was Yaz, um, there is. There are options to explore, um, conflict, internal, internal conflict, I guess, with her family and, um, religion as well. Because, because that's, because she is, her family is overall. Yeah. Yeah. But also her family's just so quintessentially, like, yeah, just like they're not (laughs) foreigners. They're just. No. Like, yes, yeah. I, I don't, yeah, like, her mother isn't the housekeeping, like, American yeah. boss man thinks, mm, mm. but, like, she's not, like, she's just, like, middle management type of thing. Yeah. Which yeah. is, yeah, just middle class, and, yeah, it was, it, I, I just like with it, with, with this season, there it's really like a everyone's a human, everyone's normal type of thing. Yeah. Or it's just like, yeah, Doctor's female, but who cares? I mean, I love yeah. that they've all said now, just being like, cool, we've had our few episodes of jokes, now we can, we don't have to have the, am I male or am I female jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is something I, I did pick up, is like, after, particularly after the Rosa Parks episode, I was like, oh, okay, good. We're not we're not dwelling on that anymore. Which, Great. Which I, I, I stated in the previous, in the episode two podcast of just like, mm. yeah, you have like one episode max more of doing this. Yeah. Before then it you gets have like real one tight. episode max more of 
the Ryan Graham dynamic. Yeah. Which I think, like, this fourth episode, like, really just ironed that all up and... Yeah. The mystery's now Ryan's father. Mm. Yeah. Which, again, the... don't redo Father's Day, please. No, we've no. Already redone, like, we've already had Father's Day. You don't need to redo Father's Day. But... Oh, boy. But, yeah. I, yeah, this this episode also, I guess, also showed how Graham is grieving. Um, that was sort of a small scene, which is which I... I like because then it shows that yeah, different the the way people grieve is is different between person to person. So, oh, I mean, also it's only been it it would have literally only been like actually a couple days. Like how long? How long was it between when they Rosa were Parks all sucked up was... to to um. No, remember how they were all they they were all transported into space and then Yeah, well technically like half an hour, right? She in, dies. In, yeah. She dies, then like they have a funeral, then, so the funeral's gonna yeah. take a couple days. Yeah. Then Then they do I, the I whole... can say the doctor can sort out her stuff pretty quickly and it was like the next day after the funeral. Mm mm mm. Then they spent one day, episode two was about a day. Yep. Rosa Parks was... Was like two or three days. Yeah, two or three days. So it's really yeah. been like a ten week? days, maybe? Oh, yeah. We, for uh, hi- yeah we, for we him, can, uh, probably like under two weeks. Yeah. Which, especially like not being home proper. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that that will change how you... Sort of grieve and process, and, and of course, yeah. like you don't have the adrenaline going in of oh, we're being chased by racist alien. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, everything that's sort right. of calmed down, um, but also just the difference between Ryan and Graham in their grieving process. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, but I mean, also that's like a grandmother versus wife type of yeah dynamic there it's as like, well. Mm, yeah, that's true. It'd be interesting to see, like, I don't want, I I wouldn't like to see this happen, but I'd like to see it happen, if you know what I mean, which is Graham mm-hmm. dies at the end of the season, and you kind of, or maybe he, like, fake dies in a way, and you just see, like, Ryan having How some Ryan emotions about that. Sort of, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, like, after they go through this massive adventure through time and space, and yeah. that, and then see the How bonding, close they and get then have and... that. Ripped oh, away yeah. from him again, that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. That, that yeah. could be an interesting dynamic. But also, I'm yeah. happy wherever the series However is going. However, this... Yeah. Yeah. So far, it's still tracking on pretty good. Um, like, this fourth episode feel, felt like a filler episode. But not a bad filler episode. Just better than, like better filler than the episode. second episode? Would you say? Um... Oh, I don't know. They, they were very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, you always have filler episodes in. Yeah. In seasons. 
Mm-hmm. It'll be True. interesting as well to see if we get a Doctor Light episode this season. Ah, uh, yes. Maybe. But if, the, if they're going to 12 episodes, that does mean that they're still fine for the 13-episode series with the Christmas special. Yeah, yeah. So then they might not have to do a Doctor Light episode. Mm. Maybe. Hang on, let me check what the... I mean, you might even be able to find what the what the production schedule was oh, okay. like. Okay, here we go. So, what they're saying now is it's ten episodes plus Christmas special. Oh yeah, so there's absolutely no need for a Doctor Light episode. Yeah, yep. And every um, every episode um, is its own um, production. Yep, and separate story. So there are no multi-part um, episodes. Ah, oh, dang! I or like story multi-parts. Arcs. Some sometimes multi multi-parts are good. Uh, I can't remember. Is Sa- was Sound of Drums multi-part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one was a. I. That was a three-parter, wasn't it? Something like that. If I re- yeah, because yeah, think... it really feels like that was three. Three episodes, um, three episodes long. That story arc, sound of drums. But we've never had more than th- a three episode long story mm, in uh, modern era. Mm-hmm. None of those ten part episodes oh of, uh, classic of classic era who. who. Oh my god! Oh dear. So yeah, uh, I don't know if I have any more thoughts about. The, the last two episodes of Doctor yeah. Who. But do you have anything else about Doctor Who before we move on to some other... Um, oh, I mean, uh, I, I have a nice little so- side story, which I'll get to to close this. Okay. But I'll think if I have anything else. Mm. Um, no, just... Yeah, everything's trucking along well. I see no inherent flaws with what's going on, which I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to anyway, because it's a brand new showrunner. Yeah. You'd hope it would be quite fresh, which it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was pretty... Everything's pretty good, and I'm liking it. Hmm. Sweet. Um, now... There's another... There's another um, TV series that you well, and I have... Quick, yeah. Quick, that's yeah, a quick bef- bridge. My, you to close Doctor Who to is... I've been searching, like, I've been trying to, or, a year ago, mum bought the house we currently live in, so it's like a bought house, not a rented house, so Mm -hmm. we're quite stable. So I've been Mm -hmm. able to renovate stuff and make stuff feel my own. Oh, this, yes. So, also, I am a book addict, and we'll just, (laughs) not only do I buy a whole heap of comic books, including trade paperbacks and hardcovers. I also buy a lot of mm-hmm. novels. And I just ran out of space. And I had junk. So I cleared out junk and I did whatever. Then I decided I was going to build a little bookcase. Uh-huh. Priced it all up. and But the problem was I couldn't build it myself. Because while I'm, while I'm competent to do some things, mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to spend really a hundred bucks 
in buying materials for something only to screw it up. Yeah. So I was going to have to wait for my stepdad to find time so he could proper properly chisel out the grooves and all that. But I found on, on Gumtree a bookcase that was almost perfect for, for what I wanted. So I went out, bought it 30 bucks, which I was quite happy with. Then yeah. I sanded it down, painted it all myself, and it's now in my room a beautiful TARDIS blue. Yay. It's it's very pretty. It's it doesn't have anything on it at the moment. Oh, kind okay. Because I only finished it this morning. Ah, oh, So I kind of okay, just wanted okay. to... Like, let it was it. dry enough to the touch, but I was like, I'll just yeah, leave just it. just let it dry thoroughly. Just, and... Yeah, let it linger, and hopefully I don't get overwhelmed by paint fumes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then tomorrow, or some other day, it'll be all yeah. nice full of... Prob- I'll probably fill it up with comics, I'd say. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm happy. I now... Also, it'll just play Lego. Oh, okay. Aw, sweet. Because at the moment, my Lego is hidden away in a cupboard in another room because oh. I just had nowhere to display it. Fair enough, fair enough. Dear. Well, that's cool. Um, so, yeah. Um, there's another TV series that Nick and I have been... I mean, there's a couple of other TV series. I mean, you know, but but the in things that are TV series that are being released in real time, I guess, and and, and one that makes us ponder ponder things are, much are, like Doctor Who does. Just, we are not just STEM boys; we're also semi-philosophical existential boys. If, if it's explored throwing through sci-fi-esque TV shows, yes, yes, which I'll say the, this one is semi-sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, I'd count it as semi-sci-fi. Um, I mean, Janet, Janet is a computer, and computer is science, and it is fiction. Ja- Janet, so it is, Janet is an all-knowing being, really. She is, she is the um, epitome of the internet. Um, so yeah, we're talking about Good Place, um, season three, and uh, how many episodes have Beautiful. we released so far? Oh yes. Um, in in general, if you can find it in either on Netflix or wherever else you are able to search for the good place, go and find it. It is fantastic. I highly recommended. It 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 does come highly recommended. Also uh, from both like, of us. Do not research it. Just start season one. Oh no 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 yeah just... yeah yeah. Go go in without with a blank slate, an open mind, and just just enjoy it for what it is. It, it has very um, so, attractive people, and we'll get to that. And and Ted Danson, who is a beautiful hashtag man national in his own treasure, right. tr- uh, Ted Danson. <laughs> um. So yeah, there's your spoiler warning. So if you haven't um watched the Good Place from season one, if you haven't if you haven't watched any, pause, go watch it all. We'll see you in. We'll see maybe you in a like, day, maybe a couple of weeks. Uh, and then if you haven't watched series three, I mean, you could... I mean, you could do it now. Yeah, you, you we'll could do it now, in but like, also, you know, like... two hours. There's not too, many, there's not too much more spoilers that's going to come out of this, no, except... No, no. I mean, gonna... there, there's some, but there's nothing... <sighs> there's nothing huge. I guess... No, no, no. Because I guess we'll just be talking exclusively about season three. Yes. Um, Season three, as in, like, 
all the episodes that are available to us right now. So, there's your spoiler warning if you um, don't care just, for the love of God, pause, go and watch The watch Good it. Place. Um, come back in a day and then hit resume on this episode. Um, so, episodes, uh, season three, episodes one to five are out now. And, um, what shall we go with first? Uh, I think, I think we can leave the attractive people to last. <laughs> well, I, I think, although, um, I think we should so- start with what was very evident by the first episode, which was the which atrocious is? accents. Yes, le- yeah, yeah. It's just, oh boy. The fact that they had to build Australia as a plot point over, because Chidi, because Chidi is supposed to be a moral philosophy professor at, um, at this university in Australia, in Sydney. Um, which, and then he is an international, which we'll come to another point in a minute. He's an international studying in Sydney. Yes. Uh, and all, all the wonderful stuff that comes with it. Um, but those accents, oh God, I, I was like, yeah, this is, this is Crocodile Dundee, um, all over again. Crocodile Dundee and Crocodile Hunter all mixed into one and it's just, ugh. Well, so, through it, Chidi meets and eventually dates Simone. Simone. Who, and so this is my point. There is the Good mm-hmm. Place podcast, which Josh yes. and I are now both quite big fans well, of. I, which I found and then I recommended to, to Nick to listen and to. And I was very hesitant and now he's in listening. Then the first episode, I was a little bit more hesitant. But I was like, you know what? I'll continue. And now, like, I'm all in. Oh, yes. So, the thing yes. about it is that it's cast and crew. Yep. And, and there it, is... An- um, yeah. With the, with the podcast itself, um, you need to really, like... Uh, with, with, I guess the season one to season two episodes, it's fine. You need, you, but you do really need to have watched the, the entirety of The Good Place to sort of make it's sure It's very that good as an, as a companion piece. Yes, it does. Uh, especially now, seeing as they're doing like the episode broadcast availability, um, on streaming and then the, uh, podcast drops as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now it's working in real time, which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, go on. So the the actress who plays Simone Kirby, who has yes. who, who has it? been on the podcast, is British. Yep, she's English. Just make oh. her a British national teaching in Australia. <laughs> it's oh. not that hard. I know. <laughs> Nothing about her characterization means she has to be Australian. Mm. Although, to be fair, did you did you? Um, particularly in the previous, in, in episode four, I noticed that she dropped the, the very strong, very exaggerated Australian accent. Well, I, I feel mean, like her, more of her episode, English came In out. episode one, she was switching yeah. between South African and New Zealand. Yeah, that, that was not Australian at all. No. Which I mean, <laughs> th- there is a, like, I, I call it the, the four, accent wavering, which is UK, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand. They're all, uh-huh. like, they're all very different accents, but it's very but easy to all... slip between some. 
Yeah, it's a very, like, broad, fluid accent. <laughs> oh, my. Um, what does surprise me is that South African accents and New Zealand accents are so similar, yet they shouldn't... There is no historical similarities between them. Mm-hmm. It's, just... it's sort of that convergent... Um, Convergent evolution of linguistics. I, that also it's, could ju- just be me. Uh, in that there's that four nations similarity, and because I'm used to Australian, mm. but I'm also used to British being half English myself and growing yeah. up with my grandparents with not heavy northern accents, but like mm. it, it's that type of thing where Australians don't think they sound Australian and British don't think they sound British. Yep. So my grandparents live in like this middle zone, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hearing Fair like enough. South Africa and New Zealand, they sound si- like they sound similar to enough, ears, but also different. But similar. they yeah, they just kind yeah. of mesh themselves together for me. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. But any that's yeah. a sidetrack. But yeah, just yeah, she has no. It's a terrible Australian accent. <laughs> she doesn't need to have it, but they. I'm, even even in the podcast, uh, she said, "I've never done an Australian accent." Like I've I've done, the, I've done it like for friends, but I've never done one professionally. Yeah, and then, oh boy. Oh well. <laughs> uh, the, the accents in that, because they the were first worse Australian is, accents. Yeah, they, they are very like, um, Steve Irwin esque. I remember the, the coffee cart boy in, in episode one is atrocious. Yep. yep. Um, also, what was that coffee cart called? I can't remember now. Um, it was mentioned on the podcast. It uh, was we crumb from a land down under. It's so punny. We crumb but, but, from a but, but, land down under. <sighs> and then just all the Spoonerism names for the site, for the when we, irrelevant when characters. We get to the, when we get to the, um, particularly episode four, because that's where they actually get like real Aussie people cast. But the names that they, the, the Spoonerisms, the names that they give them are just like, oh my God, of course you're going to do this. But then they just um, get more and more absurd. Okay, you know what the the weirdest one to see was? It's not even um, the Nicole Kidman one. It's the Yvonne Goolagong. Yeah, that was the one. I was like, <laughs> wow, that's a that's a dig. And and that's like there is no way in hell people in the US would know who Yvonne Goolagong. Yeah, that's is. what I thought. <laughs> Um, oh, and also like Rod Laver, there was the Rod Laver one. Um, my, is it my, Miley Kenogue? Yeah. That was, that was the Spoonerism. I mean, also I just love someone with the last name Braver. Oh yeah. Just, oh, just having Raver as a last name adds a connotation <laughs> of being a Raver. Oh boy. Oh my. Oh my. Uh, Jesus. Um, but yeah, f- first episode, we we find them, oh, and I, and the whole the whole thing about like interdisciplinary um, studies, studies, it's like that hit that hit my researcher <laughs> heart so much. It's like, oh boy, I relate, I relate so much. And um, as we go further on, like so far this season is like the fact that they want to pause and apply for grants. I'm like, Oh God, this is too real. <laughs> um, and then you get to the moment where they're like, Oh, the study's over. Like 
We have to review was, the data and then yeah, yeah. You know, we'll have to do it with another group of people. And Yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, They're like, no, just do it with us more. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's like, not how research works. No, that's not how research works. And ethically, ethically speaking, Chidi actually cannot. Trevor is right. Chidi actually cannot be interacting with them outside of a professional context. Um or, I mean, though, or he excludes yeah. himself from the study. I mean, it's even an issue with Chidi being part of the study himself. As yeah, yeah, yeah. He he is his own conflict of interest. Yeah. Um, God, this this like this first third of the season was just like, oh boy, I I am having flashbacks to my researcher days, and it's not good. <laughs> um, but yeah. Is there is there something else we need to touch on? I guess particularly with with the first with the premiere episode. Um, I don't know if we need to um, because then it moves progresses fairly quickly. I mean, un- unless like I, we don't have time to just point out all the brilliant jokes and moments. Oh no, 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 no! But... You need to go. I guess for the listeners, go watch the episode, then go listen to the podcast because they do also explain a shit ton. Yeah, um, of other stuff. But I, so like. One, one of, personally, like, one of my standout jo- jokes is, uh, when Simone's like, you okay with MRIs? And, oh. uh... <laughs> then this is, is Jason, is this Jason's one? Oh, it's just everyone's. J- Jason's oh, is brilliant. Oh my god. It's like the, the... the <laughs> Why would you is be it claustrophobic? Why would you be... Oh, Jason. Okay. I love okay, you, I Jason. Guess I, I just... Oh god. Okay, we're we're gonna jump into the attractive people because but, Manny Jacinto is very very oh, attractive. No, no um, my favorite one is Eleanor being like, "It's like the home tanning booth. I lost my virginity oh, yeah. in." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> There's just too many and questions then, there. And then, um, what was Tahani's one? Um, Some something brag. about something about it was it was a name drop to Gwyneth Paltrow and whatever cryogenic. Cryogenic booth or something. Give some oh, bullshit. Oh I don't know. They're all just so great. But like, but like Jason, Jason Mendoza is a very, very sweet special. boy. Very special boy. I mean, his butthole. Done some weird fucked up shit. Oh my god, butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you come and see my butthole? What? What? Even in bud, oh, even bud in um, the most recent episode of the podcast, someone says butthole, and, and they think they said butt. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. you work on this show for three years now, and it's even catching you, you out. What this is oh my god, <laughs> oh boy. Um, but yeah, uh, then we get to see um, Janet becoming more human. Ted, uh, Michael becoming, uh, more confused, more confused and more, as it were, helpless. Um, and then we get into, um, we don't really need to talk too much about two and three because they're sort of like, um, the, uh, like Michael and Janet are actually trying to intervene and trying to make it work. Um, I mean, two also has the terrible American themed restaurant. Oh my goodness! <laughs> the one with the um, where the instead of a instead of a buzzer, you get a gun. 
Jesus Christ. Oh, oh boy. And just, um, you can forcibly remove someone from their table. Oh, yeah. Um, if you pay, I can't remember how much it is. Oh, $30 or something? <laughs> it's, only, it's something It's something like ridiculously that. low. Um, but yeah. The oh, American... American pie with a shot of Southern Comfort ser- served in a hubcap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those! Oh boy. Um. But yeah, episode episodes two and three are like the, we're just advancing the story so much. We need to get to episodes four and five because this is where existentialism comes in. And I did. I had my existentialism class. Um, the week that that episode dropped, and I was oh, like, "Oh, really? Boy. Yeah, that was where that was where that would have been my... weird. Yeah, it was it was very weird to sort of like come from because I did the um. So so for my for one of my psych classes, we had um, in the last four weeks, we did presentations. So each group did a different form of um therapy or um concept of therapy, and the last group that presented did existentialism. So we had, they, um, if you go into my Instagram, if you follow me, you'll see that they, the presenters, they all sort of dressed up and put mustaches on to become different existential, um, thinkers. So like, uh, Kierkegaard came up, uh, Jean-Paul Sartre came up, uh, and like a whole bunch of the other existentialists. And then watching that, the Jeremy Bury Me episode, not too long after I had that class, was just like, ah, this is all coming together <laughs> so nicely. Um, yeah. <laughs> I also Having... can't get over the fact, just Jeremy Berrimi in general. <laughs> the just whole concept. Just, just the whole concept of, of the Jeremy Berrimi. And the, and the dot over the, <laughs> the eye dot. is, is Tuesday. <laughs> I love cheating where he's just like, it broke me. Just, <laughs> That, that, just, just that, that dot. That. It, it broke me. Oh my god! And then he enters his nihilistic phase. Oh my! Of <laughs> oh, first peeps not existing in Australia. Although, although to be fair, in the podcast they do say that they were the the justification was is that it he is in a supermarket that also has a very extensive. U.S. import aisle. Which I mean, yes, I do know. Yeah, the, but... The smoke shop down the road from me, American import, I buy a lot of drinks from there. But I've never seen peeps there either. Yeah, no. Like, I know at the at the DFO near me, there is an American import shop. But I've only ever seen peeps come up, like... Because I'm pretty sure peeps is like an Easter thing for the people in the U.S. I, Correct me if I'm wrong, American listeners. They started, but, I do believe they started as an Easter thing, but now you get, like, peep Santa's at Christmas, and you get peep pumpkins at yeah, Halloween. Halloween? Oh, okay. They now just reshape the disgusting corn syrup-filled marshmallows for different occasions. Uh, okay, okay. But yeah, no, peeps aren't a thing, but I do it... <laughs> The whole the whole thing about putting M and M's and marshmallow candy sugar Which birds was the into thing, a pot of chili the, con carne, thanks to <sighs> the the podcast, it was actually peeps and chili and oh god no, yeah, <sighs> god and just the pocket oh 
the pocket full. <laughs> oh, no. Um, although, although you did say when, uh, you, you replied to one of the, because I do tweet out my summary thoughts about, um, about each, uh, good place when it drops. You said, what did you say? There was the reference to you wanting to become, um, one of Chidi's. Uh, yeah, it, it chili, was. Chili, chili, what? Chili, what? Uh, what? I can't remember. I'll, something I'll find about chili it now. babies or something. I'll find hey, it I, now. I'm going to look for it. Stalling. Stalling, stalling, stalling. I am pretty sure it's... Yeah, chili babies. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't I don't think I'd want to mm, try try the the whole peeps marsh uh peeps M&Ms and chili con carne. Well, I don't mm. want to either, but I just want to be one of Chidi's chili babies. <laughs> Which is what he refers to his students as. Yes. Oh my god. <sighs> also, oh, but boy. also during the seeing we were talking about Jason and Manny yes. And yes. now we're talking about the supermarket. Chidi and Chidi and William Jackson Harper. Look, before the supermarket, it's the whole sprinkler nihilistic phase. That is just like, he, he, he begins his nihilistic phase in, in a, in a park with sprinklers on and then decides to take his shirt off and, oh dear lord. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he's, he's very jacked. And it, and it does come up in in the podcast episode. So yes. Um. Oh boy. Oh yeah. And, and the and that whole thing where he puts on the shirt. Um. <laughs> that is very obviously too tight. That's a ter- or too well fitting. It's a terrible design of a shirt. <laughs> oh dear. Um. But yeah. Uh. There's that. Um. And then. I guess we'll we'll touch on this week's episode, uh, well the the one that dropped and um, in time for us to record this podcast, Donkey Dog, Donkey Dog, good old, oh my god, <sighs> I loved. Did you I, just did you yes. see it coming? No, but I I loved it. I loved it all. I know, I know, I know. As it, did I. It's it was just oh. brilliant. It is. It is fantastic. Um, just ah, uh, and again we have the, to reiterate. The, Jason the, you is have just to su- tell me it's a. Pol- you have to tell me if you're a police officer. Oh my god! And then the callback of when it's clearly the police, and they're like, "Yes, it's the police. It's the police. You're surrounded." At the very end. Yeah. At the very end. Yeah. Oh. Oh, but you know, uh, the, the, the shark tank pitch though. <laughs> so do you, you so it. do you drink it or do you spray it? You yeah, both, both it. it. Oh my god. Also, the lube. Oh, the, um, the, the extreme one. That yeah. Also, that is also lube. I'm like, oh my god, also, of course. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> The sugar, sugar, nowhere near that area. You get infection. You get uh, fucking. You get fungal. yeast infections that you way. Get yeast infections. 
Oh my. <laughs> it is, it is like so Floridian that way. <laughs> they really milk it. Um, but also, I guess I'll also point out that, that entire scene is like, if you don't know, Manny Jacinto, who plays Jason, um, Mitch Narito, who is, who plays Donkey Dog, his dad, and Eugene Cordero, who uh, also stars in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, um, he's Pillboy. They're all Filipino, and these three had a scene together, uh, without speaking in Filipino or any other Philippine language or talking about being filler. It is, it is great to have seen that. Um, from my perspective, but also, it's also very ridiculous. That entire exchange of, oh, dip. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I, I can oh go through god. that entire scene between Donkey Dog handing the bong off <laughs> to Jason Jeez. and Jason hiding it, even though knowing Michael's not a police officer. No, but then he asks, so, so are you a police officer or not? I'm like, oh my god. Jason, why? Uh, Jason, you, you, you Jason, pure, you pure, well, Jason, actually, no, not that pure. No, not that pure. I mean, okay, Jason is very attractive and very sweet, but also very, very stupid. <laughs> and it's very difficult for me to sort of reconcile all of these things. I was like, why? <laughs> Jason, why you be like this? That's just Florida um, for you. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, that's fair. That's With fair. their not international airport. <laughs> what is it? Stone, is it Stone Cold Steve Austin? No, no? it's Macho Man Rand- Yeah, Randy but, no, Savage. Was it Macho- yeah, was it Macho Man? I, I'm pretty sure. I think it is Macho Man Rand. Yeah, no, no, no. It is Macho Man Randy it Savage. Not international airport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this show, this show is fucking amazing. Oh, oh dear. Just- um. Just, 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 I, like, and, and the and, fact that they only pill do boy, 13. Pillboy, oh who works as a pillboy. As a pillboy. Telling in an, in an the elderly residents how yeah. to take their pills and get the good results. Yep. <laughs> um, but it's also, I guess, and I know they, um, do the, the, they, point that link out. I think it was a subconscious link, um, from the writers, from a writing perspective, but yeah, they did, they did discuss sort of the whole thing about it is, it is, it it is important to see that a lot of Filipinos do work as like nurses or like, you know, in aged care facilities and that they did discuss that sort of thing. It's like, yeah, that, that is true. That is, that is very true. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just amazing. The show, I swear to God. Um, and now we know that, um, Eleanor's mum is not actually dead. Well, she will be soon. I mean, that is, that, <laughs> that is, is the cliffhanger uh, of this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Eleanor's gonna kill a bitch, and that bitch <laughs> happens to be her mum. Um, I doubt that she will, though. I think no. this is going to be... I mean, you know, she she wants to save people. Their objective now is to make sure that their friends and family actually end up in the good place. But I think we um, also... Like, you and I also know that not everyone is worth saving. 
No, yeah. I, and I mean, like, that's sort of what we kind of had here, was, like, Jason's initial goal was to make sure his dad gets into the good place. But then they sort of come to the realisation that maybe his dad is not the one that you... Um, need not, to save is yeah the one who can't be saved. Yes, there are there are people that, you, despite your best intentions, will not change. Mm. So the person that you will try to pu- sort of push in the right direction is Pillboy, and I mean, sort of makes sense. Um, and the uh, and the fair, you know, the farewell like super handshake thing. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, that was that was a the, whole different the forward level of, facing, yeah. forward trustful. facing trustful, <laughs> and then the psych. Oh my god! While and a dab crying. because of course, and a dab of course because it's twenty eighteen. Um, boy. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we we both love this show. It's amazing. Um. It, it's just, mm, I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen now, considering, um, we've sort of resolved two stories. Um, yeah, which surprised me. Yeah. Although, you know, we've sort of, they've sort of explained that they deliberately don't, um, expand too much because they know the audience is is wanting more complex stuff from them. So yeah, but yeah, it'll be interesting. See, uh, I don't, and, um, yeah, I don't know how I feel if, I mean, I'm content if we end, we end the good place at season three. Um, because that's sort of, I guess, Ideally, it would be a good end because you you see them trying to make good happen. So, but who knows? Like, NBC could just be like, we we want more, but I hope that it doesn't um, then mean that we get uh, crappier quality out of it. So, I uh, I think we've at least got one more season in that this kind <clears throat> of. But- is very... I, I, I don't know. I feel like if there's another season, it's going to be mm-hmm. a very... Well, I mean, every season's been a very different show. Yeah. If it was... If there is going to be one last season, I would think that it would be closing off Michael and Janet's arcs. Yeah. And see, I potentially... I see it as kind mm-hmm. of... Or at least the second half of this season, it being yeah. to keep this podcast on brand. Good place, <laughs> queer eye. Oh. Oh, maybe. Who knows, really? Um. And I'm and I'm gonna spitball this idea. I'm gonna put this idea out there, and if. When we come back next year with season four, potential, a potential season four, um, is that I have a feeling, um, if they are, if you are going to have a season four, is that these four then become good place architects. Mm. That might be a thing. Um, so I'm going to leave that prediction in, out there in the world. 
and see what happens in a year's time. Because who knows, honestly, uh, where this, where Michael Schur could, could take this show, honest, honestly. Um, although I do have one request. Can we please not do the exaggerated Australian accents anymore? That is getting very tired very quickly. Instead, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Canadian? Um, I don't know. Some other, some other accent you want to butcher for another season. Um, but yeah. Dutch. <laughs> Dutch. But, but Dutch, Dutch people basically sound English. No, they don't. Uh, although, um, that is true. I, I love the, we're talk- uh, we're talking Kitty Dutch, Sing Dutch. song oh. accents oh of the Dutch. And I can say it because I'm half Dutch. <laughs> true. I, I, I fucking laugh. A- anytime, anytime I hear like proper Dutch people speaking, I'm just like, I can't take you seriously. <laughs> oh boy. Oh dear. Um, before we wrap up, I guess I'll bring our conversation back to books. Um, so I bought, uh, two books over the last three weeks. Sort of, one because, uh, I was told by someone at the bookstore that there was going to be a collaboration book that was being released by, um, the author that wrote, um, the, the source material for Love, Simon, and another, like, YA, but also queer YA author. So I got that one. Um, that, that was a nice one to read. Uh, the title is What If It's Us? So if you want to go find that, go do so. Um, I like it because it doesn't have a tropey, happy ending. Um, which is, which is, for me, it's okay. And, um, I did promise myself after having bought What If It's Us that I wouldn't buy another book this year, but I went into the bookstore again last week and bought a book by the other author, um, from What If It's Us. Uh, what's the title of this one? Um, the, the, the second book that I got was History Is All You Left Me, and the author is, um, Adam Silvera. And that one was painful, like, emotionally heavy to read. Um, I don't, yeah, it, it's just, I guess, emotionally heavy because it, it looks at, um, Grief and loss with relationship stuff all mixed into it and having to, having to accept, um, and let go and move on, but in a way that still, yeah, it, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm still trying to process all of my feelings about that second book. Um, yeah. 
but I don't know if you if if you're looking for stuff to stuff to read um, f- for you guys listeners um, yeah get what if it's us what if it's us is really good um, it's by Becky Albertalli and Adam Silvera and the other Adam Silvera book that I got is History's All You Left Me um yeah and if you want to have a chat to, to me about it feel free to do so um but yeah i don't know i guess i was chatting to one of um the we stay late people shout out to you kush i don't know if you're still listening to us after all this time but uh um I don't know. Having having since come out, it's been I've been trying to re- sort of revisit. Oh, not really revisit, I guess. It's not really reliving either. It's sort of experiencing the whole thing um, and reading stuff like you know that is generally marketed at teens, but because. I sort of came out a lot older. It's sort of getting to experience that in now is just so much more complicated. And it's, ah, boy. Ah. Anyway, I think we better wrap up. Um, so Nick socials, where can people find you? If people want to find you. If people really want to find me, they can find me at Nick Lankroon, N-I-C-K-L-A-N-D-K-R-O-O-N. Um, if you want to find me, uh, you can do so basically everywhere as a Bangpinoy, A-B-A-N-G-P-I-N-O-Y. Uh, Nick, where can people find Bin, if they, God forbid, want if to find Bin? If they really want to. Um, <laughs> Binay can be found at Bins in the Air on Twitter. I believe that also then links to everything else that is under yeah. different names. Mm. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, if you want to find Anastasia, you can do so. Um, find her at Anastasia Moen on basically everything. Um, how about Jema? Where can people find Jema? Jema can be found mainly on Instagram. He, he does have Twitter, but it's like dead. Yeah. Which is at JMRNG. Mm-hmm. Um, and Olivia, you can find on Twitter as 8 Olive. If you want to, f- um, go and support her graphic design, um, personal business page thing, it's on Instagram. It is ohello.design. Um, oh god, I'll, I'm pretty sure it is ohello. So O-H-E-L-L-O dot Design, yes, D E I a D E S I G N, yeah, on Instagram. Um, Nick, where can people find Brandon? Brandon can be found again mainly on Instagram mm-hmm. at b r n at b r n d n dot l e. Yeah, sweet. That is everyone. Um, and if you want to find. Us, the podcast socials, we are on Twitter and Instagram as GR8M8S Podcast. 
And you can also go listen to us and share us with your friends. We really appreciate that. Um, you can also listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, basically everywhere. And if you want to send us questions, um, maybe for uh, foreshadowing summer content that you might be interested in uh, giving us questions for, use the yeah, hashtag even if podcast. people have great ideas yeah. for summer episodes, if there's yes. anything you want to hear us deep dive into... Send mm-hmm. us send us suggestions on our Twitter or Instagram Twitter or yeah or DM our Instagram. Um, yeah, th- those are mainly the ways that we'll probably be um, getting new ideas over the next few months as we head into summer. Uh, yeah, just a reminder that at the end of this month we will be wrapping up season two, which means by that time we will have done, I believe, a. About oh, almost seventy episodes worth of content. I'm pretty sure it's seventy episodes. But yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week on an episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.